Welcome to Padmutun, Armenian History Podcast. Padiyagak Padmutun, Hayots Padmutiana Podcaster. Welcome back. Padigalust to Padmutun. Padmutun, I'm Peter Hajinian. I'm here with my friend. Tertadios Barsegan, I'm here with my friend. It's a pleasure, Peter, to be it's, honest with you. It's great. To, uh, it's fun to do this together. I have. <laughs> we have listeners, so we sit down once every couple months and talk about three. We do about three or four episodes at a time. Mm-hmm. So we have a good time talking all evening about all kinds of Armenian history. Yeah. And we learn a lot, too, from each other. Yeah, it's very interesting. We learn a lot, too. Today, we are going to talk about a subject that uh, really interesting for many. Many Armenians, especially. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm guessing many Armenians visited this place. Can you guess what that is? <laughs> what, what do you think we are going to talk about? We are talking about uh, the uh, shopping mall on so, North Avenue. Mall. Northern <laughs> Avenue in Yerevan. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're going to talk about supermarket. supermarket. <laughs> no, we are going to talk about a sacred place for many Armenians. Uh, for all of us, uh, it is, um, you're going to talk about Matenadaran. Mm-hmm. Matenadaran. What's the technical, that, what's the technical name for it? Technical name is, uh, uh, scientific center, uh, named after Metro Marshall, science and scholarship center or depository of manuscripts, uh, uh of Metro Marshall's. Yeah. So I want to paint a picture first. Mm-hmm. So you're in Yerevan mm-hmm. and you drive up a hill mm-hmm. and the central Yerevan, downtown Yerevan is like a big bowl and you drive up to this hill and you Marshall's go to Avenue. Marshall's Avenue and you go to the very top and you go up, you go up, you go up and there's a small parking lot and then you get out and you look up and you see this building and it's all gray mm-hmm. with, it has tall, narrow arches, which is mm-hmm. the classic niche, uh, like, a, like the cathedral. Mm-hmm. Some of the cathedrals, and there in front of it is this big statue of a man, mm-hmm. very important looking man, and then next to him is another man, and that man has an alphabet behind him, and then behind them are six statues that look like warriors, like these are great, they protectors. must protectors, protectors, yeah. <laughs> dragon slayers, <laughs> and all these people are just very bookish nerds. <laughs> It's Mestros Mashtots. Yeah. Who, who his students. Students. <laughs> his student, Koryun. And then it's six representatives of writings of Armenian. Mm-hmm. So it's not amazing kings or generals or warriors, but they're very important to people who like to read. Yes. <laughs> You're not talking, talking about Lord of Rings. <laughs> no, but it kind of feels like the Lord of the Rings little... <laughs> This is about Matenadaran. This is yes. about the Matenadaran. It's about manuscripts. Right. <laughs> and so the Matenadaran is the repository. It's the largest collection of Armenian manuscripts. Exactly. Manuscripts, books, scrolls. Mm-hmm. It has, you know, it even has Kachkars in, in the world. Mm-hmm. So The largest. The largest. The largest. We have, uh, how, many, how many manuscripts we have there? I think there's at least 100,000. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> My number's off. <laughs> we have probably about 10,000 of so manuscripts in uh, 
10,000 there's got to be more I'm thinking all books all collections oh books and collect but no uh, manuscripts 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 yes. and we have four to five thousand in uh, Jerusalem I yeah. think and then uh, next is Vienna I think we have oh Venice San, San Venice. Lazaro Venice and Vienna they have a joint collection yeah uh, St. Lazarus, they have a lot of good manuscripts too. Yeah. But Matenadaran collected all, Matenadaran has all these manuscripts. Interestingly enough, where do these manuscripts come from? Most of them come from my mom's basement. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> they, they come from Etchmianzi. Yes. They, they come, come from, from the Holy Esh- See. Holy Esh, because all of these manuscripts, they were at Holy Etchmianzi. Holy Etchmianzi has the first Matenadaran. Mm-hmm. Has the original Matenadaran. There was a separate building. I used to work in that building. <laughs> what do they have in there now? If all the manuscripts? They have a ecumenical center there. They have oh. offices there. Oh, now. okay. They have yeah. Um, but that was the first Matenadaran. Until now, it is called Matenadaran. Ah. It was built as Matenadaran. The manuscripts were there, and in 1920, by Soviet edict, by Soviet decree, decree or something. Uh, some of the property were taken away from Etchmiadzin. Ah. And then um, uh, alongside with uh, manuscripts, they were taken away from Holy Etchmiadzin. Okay. In 1920. And then that's, and then in 1937, they built the Matanadaran in Yerevan. No. No? No. These manuscripts, they were taken to Central Library Ah. for a long time. For... uh, Couple of decades or so. Okay. They were taken to, uh, and they were they were sitting there at the central library. And then uh, Armenian scholars started complaining about it and saying, you know, th- th- these are not conditions for this manuscript to sit here in the library. They were not. We have to create s- special conditions. These are really valid. This is our history. Mm-hmm. You cannot just throw this in the central library and hope that they'll survive. There has to be special conditions. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, the Armenian authorities at the time, they appealed to the Central Committee and they say, we, we would like to build a repository. We would like to build a special center for, to keep all these manuscripts. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they get, the, uh, they get the approval. They get the approval. And they asked the uh, they asked, uh, architect. They asked, uh, his, whose name was Mark Gregorian. Mm-hmm. To start uh, the project, to start the project, to send to for the building design for the building, yeah, to send to uh, to central committee to Moscow to approve it. Okay, and that was nineteen. Uh, he was asked to do in nineteen nineteen thirty nine or something like that, mm-hmm. and but he started working nineteen forty two. Okay. Because it was World War II yeah. happening, and and then right after that significant battle between Nazi Germany and Russia and the Soviet Union, when Soviets were able to push back, that's when he uh, he starts working. Because then it was clear that he can. They were, this, this is going to be built. But what what is you noted rightly that it looks like a cathedral. Yeah, yeah. So guess where he went? The <laughs> Etchmiadzi. No. <laughs> Which cathedral? He goes to Ozun. Okay. He goes to Hachbat, and he goes to Sanai, ah. and then he goes to Tatev. Ah. So for a few months or so, with his group, he was studying these monasteries. 
Interesting. Yeah, he was studying the architecture of these monasteries because he wanted to create that connection, keep that connection. All these manuscripts, they come, they are heritage, they are of both the church and the people, and they come from Middle Ages, all these churches. They were created, most of them, in these churches, in these monasteries. So mm-hmm. he wanted to kind of have that spirit and recreate that spirit and the building to be similar to. Uh-huh. And then he was still, he, he had the idea of the main building, but he did not know how to do the facade of the building. Mm-hmm. Mark Gregorian, he didn't know how to do the facade. There was another architect of Yerevan, uh, Tamanian. Mm-hmm. When you go to Cascade, yeah. he's standing like this, right? Yeah, because he designed this. He designed the center. Yeah. He designed the center of Yerevan, Kendro, <laughs> and other parts of Yerevan, too. So his daughter, Tamanian's daughter, gives him the uh, design of Armenian cathedral in Ani. Mm. Ani or Yerzanka. So that has, that cathedral is very similar to Matinadaran. With the tall, yeah, it's like tall and narrow and then rounded at the mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, and then he, uh, he puts it together. He makes 23 sketches. Wow. He makes 23 sketches. These are without the sculpture, without the, you know, yeah. statues. It's just a building. Statues came later. It was different architect. Sculptor, I should say. So he sends to Central Committee uh, for approval, and first they reject it. <laughs> because they say it is... Uh, the, you know what was the first excuse? What? It is, it is too far from the center of, from Marstotz Avenue. Why would we build It this? is the end of Marstotz Avenue. We yeah. don't want it to be end. <laughs> And then the second one was that he was too consumed with church architecture. Ah. So he didn't. But he was persistent and he said, this is the, this is, this is the best I can do. It, it, does, it, it does not look like a church until somebody says it's inspired mm-hmm. by church architecture. And then you can see it. And then you can see the yeah. windows. It looks like somebody took the side of a church with the windows, the high yeah. windows. Because mm-hmm. the building, when you look at it, is just a square box or a rectangular right. box. Right, right, right. Mm. Yeah. So then he got it approved. Well, who did the... When you walk in, there's this beautiful mural. Oh, yes. Of, of Vartan Mamigonian at the Battle of Avarar. Who did that? I don't know who did that. That's pretty powerful. Yeah, that's Some, a beautiful mural. Yeah. Inside. But but that's just uh, uh, the exhibition part. We had the main part is down. Probably that's ten percent or five percent or so of the building. Yeah, there is a huge part. <laughs> yeah, that's the well, that's the part you see when you're on the tour bus. Yeah, is you see the exhibition part, which really gives you an overview of what's in. Well, let's talk about what's in it. So there's there. It has to be climate controlled, and it has mm-hmm. to be. Uh, Manuscripts. Everything because of the manuscripts. Yeah. There's parchment, which... It is, it is a, it, it is a uh, center, scientific yes. center of preserving manuscripts. Uh, it is not only library, but also pre- uh, scientific. So there are many scholars working there. Mm-hmm. So the first, first director was Levon Khachikian, who created the system. Yeah. He brought a lot of young people and interns too. And, uh, and, and, and he created a system of how Martin Adaran should work. Restoration of manuscripts, 
research of manuscripts, publishing mm-hmm. also. So it is a really important center uh, for, uh, for, uh, for Armenian scholarship. So, yeah. Uh, really important. So, yeah, manuscripts and uh, scholars and... Gospels, pieces of... Mm-hmm. There's, I've, I saw there there's pieces of Gospels, parts of the Gospel mm-hmm. by famous miniaturists or illuminators like Taurus Roslian. Yes. And um, and he's one of the statues too. Right. Sarkis Pitsak. Mm-hmm. He's also in there. Um, then there's also books on or scrolls on medical things. Yes. So, you know, in the Middle Ages, you'd go to somebody who'd say, I've got this rash, and then they roll, they find the scroll. You got to get this plant, this plant, this plant, match it up, you know, drink a little tea, you'll be fine. Yeah, a little bit lemon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's scientific things too, there's, but I think an important thing to talk about is because Armenia has, it's its own language, uh-huh. and it has its own alphabet, and all these things are written in Armenian. And because of where Armenia is and how it was connected to some of these other empires and things, we talk about, there's so much there that hasn't been studied. But we talk about in the, in the West, you learn that, you know, uh, about the ancient Greeks mm-hmm. and the ancient Romans. And a lot of that writing, especially the ancient Greeks, the, the, the science stuff comes to us through the Arabic, mm-hmm. from the Arabic scientists. And then when the Renaissance happened, they translated it back into Latin and yeah. those kinds of things. Well, Armenia was writing these things down at the same time. Yeah. They were translating these Greeks, these Latins, these Arabic yeah. scholars. So there's a whole other part of Western civilization and history that's preserved preserved in Armenia. Yeah. And scholars still, they just need time and money to go and research these things. Right, right. And they are paid by the government to do this too. Mm-hmm. So it's a governmental institution, organization. It is protected and, and sponsored by the government. So right. it's not a... Um, so, and that's exactly the point they made to the Central Committee in Moscow because Levon Khadzhikian wanted to designate Martin Ataran as a first-level importance institution. Mm-hmm. Even Hermitage is not first, it's second-level, both second-level in Soviet Union. So he goes to them and says, you know, there are all these... Uh, you know, church fathers or, mm-hmm. or or these writers, ancient writers, yeah, who are preserved as original in Armenian translation. Mm-hmm. So this is really important. This is not just art and artists. This is really ancient stuff that we have to preserve. That's why it has to be first level important institution. And he was designated as as first level important institution. Martin So wow, yeah, um, but. When we, when we talk about, uh, um, so, uh, about how it was built, yeah. right, you noted correctly that it is, a, it is just concrete structure. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Yerevan, what is, the, what is the stone that you notice in Yerevan mostly? Tufa. Well, the Mantenadara. orange, pink, and tufa. Yeah. yeah. How about Matinadara? It's, it's not gray tufa. Is it gray tufa? It's not tufa. Just... Oh. It's basalt. Basalt? What do you Yeah, basalt. Yeah. Basalt. You know, the tradition at the time in Yerevan was they would dig the ground and Yerevan was on just huge layer of tufa. Yeah. So when they get to tufa, they would take the stones from the ground 
and build a building with that. Wow. But when they dig, it, it, it's, it's on, a, on a kind of a Matera on on this huge rock on this, like, yeah. So when they dig the ground, it's not too far. It's basalt. Huh. So that's a Matera Dan is built with basalt and not too far. Wow. Not too far. And so it's it like it came out of the ground. Yeah. This huge piece of rock. <laughs> well, and it's, so it's earthquake proof and yeah. protected from the elements. And they've expanded. Well, in the basement, nothing happened to mm. it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. And it, they expanded, yes, later. Yeah, for, for even more study. I met one of the, uh, an intern. Uh-huh. Uh, I think she was an intern there. She was a student there. But uh, I watched her repair a Himayel from about the 1700s. So Himayel is a yes. long scroll. It'll have maybe one gospel. But it was used, it was a kind of like a, a priest would have... Healing it. prayer. Healing so. prayer, yeah. So if you're sick, he'd come to the house and he'd unroll it and then read it and that would be the prayer. Mm-hmm. So I, I collector had one and there were some tears in it and some parts of it where it was breaking and I got to watch as she, uh, the student of Matanadran, actually repaired it and the process that she did. Really? And she even said, somebody had tried to repair it with tape and she said, you know, well, this is the wrong way to do it and here's why. And we watched her, she removed the tape and the glue and repaired it actually with the really thin Japanese paper. Wow. It was very interesting. And when she was finished, you could you could barely tell that there, was there had been a break there, yeah. Yeah. The American way of repairing everything, duct tape doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> you, don't, you don't put on a duct tape on manuscript. Oh, here. Well, <laughs> not going anywhere. This is not... <laughs> for you let's talk about the statues out front because I think this will also help people understand what kinds of things are in uh-huh. the museum okay so we could do this two ways I could ask you who's in the front or I could you know you could tell me who's in the front and then uh, I could ask you what they uh, what they're famous for or I could give you the thing that they're famous for and then you tell me okay you want to do that one whatever you want okay <laughs> Well, let's start with, so there's six statues out front. Uh-huh. Let's start, who was the poet? Do you know who the poet was? Who the poet was? Yeah, who's the poet that's out front? Um, uh, no. Freak. Oh, Freak, yes, Freak. <laughs> I forgot about it. I wouldn't have known these either. That's why I have the sheet in front of me. Yeah. Okay, Freak, he's, so what about, uh, what about the manuscript illuminator? Do you know who that is? Oh, Rosling. Yes, Toros Rosling. Toros Rosling, the yeah. Finest he's the best. The, he's the best. What about philosophy? Philosophy. That's, uh, is it Mechitar Ghosh? Mechitar Ghosh. Philosophy and also... Uh, like law. law jurisprudence, yes. Yeah. Uh, what about... Um, and all of these, they're Armenian priests. They are monks. I know. <laughs> That's, yeah. What about history? Imagine an Armenian priest with name Freak. <laughs> yes, that would be Father Freak. Yeah, Father Freak. <laughs> but he's beautiful with his sermons. He's very poetic. Father Freak. Is... 
I think that was his nickname, Freak. It was that his real name. Yes. Does that, does that mean anything? Father in Freak to Sunday. <laughs> but does that mean anything in our... In no, our I don't know about that. In our mean? No. Must I, be I think I... Think I, I, I don't remember. Maybe it's from that. the Karapar. I don't remember. <laughs> Speaking of Karapar, how about this guy? Who's the historian? But you did, did you say Grigor Tate, Tatevetsi? I did not say Grigor Okay, Tatevetsi. well, that's one of the other ones. Yeah. I will give him cosmology because he was a scientist. He did some natural science, natural history kind of things. No, that's Shirakatsi. Oh, Shirakatsi. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Shirakatsi did natural, did natural history, did cosmology. Yes. So what did Grigor Tatevatsi do? He's a theologian. He's a theologian. What about Mekhitar Ghosh? Mekhitar Ghosh, he's the lawyer. But Mekhitar Ghosh is not the Mekhitar from the Mekhitarians. No, Mekhitar Ghosh is a lawyer. Okay. He's a, he wrote the first constitution for Armenia. Amazing. And he was a criminal defense lawyer. <laughs> and then his great 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 grandson uh, played for Man United. <laughs> Gosh, no, he was a, he he did uh, he wrote the first constitution. Mekhitar Ghosh. See, these are like the heroes of the nerd world, you yeah. know. Look at the, they are, each one of them represents this field that they are the best at. That's right. And it's, and all those, and those, that's what's interesting. Well, it's representative of all the kinds of manuscripts yeah. that they have. But the main statue is the beginning, is the front. Right. We go down the stairs before the building, right? Right. Is the statue of Mestro Mashtos. Who invented the alphabet. Who invented the alphabet. Uh, there was the original plan by a sculptor who, who did the, uh, uh, the, the statue was to have a, to have statue of both Mestro Mashtots and Sahag Bartev as the inventors of Armenian alphabet. But that idea was rejected because Sahag Bartev was a Catholicus. Yeah. And the Soviet Union, Soviet authorities, they did not like that. Although all the other ones, I know everybody else on that building. So <laughs> all the monks. other sages are monks. Seven <laughs> priests don't make a Catholicos. <laughs> we don't know. We don't want Catholicos. No. So they didn't allow it. So that statue ended up in front of the state university in Armenia. Did that happen later? That happened later. Times? Yeah. Okay. That happened later. So they made the statue, but they just didn't put yeah. it out. So when you go to that statue, the first statue, you can see the book is a little lower, right? Uh huh. And then there is uh, this font and then you drink water. And the, that, the, the idea was when you come, you bow down a little bit and you drink water from there ah. as a source of knowledge too, but also you respect uh, the work of Master of Mashtut. Wow. That's why the, the, uh, the, the fountain and the book is a little lower too. Wow. See, this should be, uh, you know, librarians everywhere should go is it the Matanada? Matanada. Well, it's a really important, important, uh, important center. Yeah. Many, many ma ma manuscripts are, uh, are there now. Many pe people all around the world, they go and they try to study these manuscripts. Um, the, uh, the architect, you know, he had 23 sketches, right, of the yeah. building. All of a sudden, they all were gone. Hmm. It was already three decades or so. Martin Adaran was functioning and working operations. They couldn't find any of the sketches. Mm. The only document about Martin Adaran was the approval by 
Ministry of Illumination, meaning Illuminate Ministry of, or something like the Illumination. At that time, it was not called Ministry of Education, it was Ministry of Illumination. Ah. So the only document was by Ministry approving proving the uh, the construction of the building. Wow. So they couldn't find uh, the uh, the uh, sketches. Then one day, his grandson, Mark Gregorian's grandson, who is also named Mark Gregorian, is uh, moving stuff out of his house and uh, doing some construction and renovation. And there's this mirror in his house, right? He's, he's oh, this old mirror, let me get rid of this. When he looks at the mirror, it's just something is weird about it, about the frame of the mirror. So he takes part, apart that mirror and the sketches are behind that mirror. Wow. Yes. Was there a note? Why did he hide them behind the mirror? I don't know. It was only one of them there. Okay. The rest were gone. Probably they were just taken away because they were, it showed the uh, evolution of the building, ah. how it became from cathedrals and churches and cathedral and the construction, all of that. So the idea that he had, so there was the final sketch of the yeah. building, the original. So uh, that was, kept on in that mirror. Thank God he didn't throw that mirror away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he kept he kept it. Wow, yeah. that's interesting. I bet you there's a Mark Gregorian right now who's looking through, you know, looking through stuff. Right? Looking through. <laughs> what is through stuff. What does it mean to you, the Matanadaran? Well, as we live in Minnesota, uh -huh. St. John's went to Matanadaran. Yeah? Oh yeah. Uh, right? And that's because they, uh, well... St. John's Seminary, right in here. Yeah. Tell, tell our listeners what they do. Well, they have a really interesting program. They uh, go, Father Colombo goes, they go... He's over, not Father Freak. Father. Not the Father Freak, Father Colombo. <laughs> uh, they go around the world and they scan, using scanners, they scan manuscripts uh -huh. of different uh, Christian... Digitized. Them. Yeah, they digitize them. Um, all around the world, and they've been doing it for quite a while. So it opens up these, you know, they'll go, they put part of the collection online, so scholars anywhere in the world can go and search and Probably do research. Anybody. Yeah, anybody. So if you speak, or if you read Karabar or Grabar, you can go Karabar, online and yeah. see if you can uh, parse out some of what's yeah. going on. So they went to Matenadara with the proposal. Oh, they did. They went to Matana with a proposal to digitize all the manuscripts. Um, there was some kind of disagreement about copyrights, I think. Okay. I don't know all the details. Yeah. But uh, there was some disagreement and then uh, it didn't happen, unfortunately. Well, I imagine if, you know, the, the way the Matanadaran draws students and funding is by being the place that has it. And if you take away the uniqueness of their collection, maybe then you take away some of the, you know, yeah. scholarship and... But thank God they're doing it now. Martin Adaran, they themselves are doing... Yeah, it. that's good. Uh, they, they're digitizing them. It doesn't take much. Yeah. Just take a camera, digital camera, to take yeah. a picture. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so they are doing it now. And hopefully all of that collection will be online. The reason I think St. John's, they started this, uh, the idea behind is, you know, there are these uh, places that are unrest all over mm -hmm. the world. And, and a lot of world heritage is going, especially written heritage and books. They are going to disappear one day. 
Mm -hmm. All these collections are going to disappear if they're not digitized, if they're not online. That's it, we lost it. Yeah. So it's important to digitize the collection in Jerusalem especially. Yeah. That is under danger. That, that is, you know, you, may, you never know what may happen. And yeah. they are not in the right condition. They're in just a monastery, in a church. Yeah. Anything can happen to that church. So, Matinadaran, they are protected in Yerevan, in Armenia, God willing. Uh, but it's important to uh, make the collection available and accessible for public. Right. Otherwise, is it like a secret? What are we? People wrote these books, these manuscripts, for a larger public, not to keep them in a repository. True. It's, yeah. in, it's important to save them. It's important to preserve them. Mm -hmm. But it's also important to make them accessible. Yeah. So. Well, that's. The, I think all of our listeners have to go to Yerevan and take a trip to the Matanadaran. Yeah. See the manuscript. To see the largest manuscript. Yes. You know, many of these manuscripts, they ended up at Holy Echmiadzin. Uh, after all the struggle and suffering, people, people even sacrificing their family members just to bring a manuscript with them. Mm -hmm. The people leaving a lot of stuff to bring their belongings just to be able to bring a manuscript with them to save them. I mean, many of them they were in their own churches and as yeah. a, they were used in their own churches. So uh, uh, it's really uh, to see the largest manuscript that was preserved and saved and brought by two women, mm -hmm. uh, two pieces, yeah. to see the smallest manuscript. <laughs> And they are together in the same ex, uh, exponat, in the same place. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating place. The history is fascinating of the building itself, mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, but, so when, when did you visit Matanadara? I was there in 2015. How did you feel? I thought it was great. I, I didn't... I, you know, you can say, you can look at uh, manuscripts in a coffee table book, or you can see a scroll in a museum. It's just not the same. It's, you, you walk in and you get a real sense, that this whole building, this beautiful building, state-of-the-art, you know, uh, state-of-the-art uh, study and research areas where the, the collection is kept, it's all just designed just for these books, just mm -hmm. for these old manuscripts. Yeah, that's it. It's not uh, you know, it it's not manuscripts and something else or part of a jumbled collection. Yeah. So it's really it's really cool to see, and it's uh, I you know I don't read classical Armenian. Yeah. Is is I didn't do well in school for classical Armenian. <laughs> I took Spanish instead. Spanish instead. But uh, so you can't. It's, it's not like you're gonna go through and read things, but you can go and you can. You can see these pieces, these yeah. parchments that priests used to have and churches had yeah. and even some people had, scholars and monks. Yeah, it's part of our history, part of our heritage, Armenian heritage. Mm -hmm. uh, and you feel the spirit when you're there, spirit of these, these people and writers. Well, one thing I, you know, we've talked about before, why aren't there icons in the Armenian churches? There's not as many icons as there are as you find in Greek or Russian mm -hmm. Orthodox churches. And a lot of that's because the iconography, the energy mm -hmm. for that went into manuscripts, manuscripts. illuminating manuscripts. Exactly. And so this is a place where you can go and see that on display right? and really see a place that celebrates that. Yeah. Many of the icons, Armenian, are 
in manuscripts. Mm-hmm. Illuminated manuscripts, yeah. Well, I hope this episode inspires you to visit, inspires you to do, to learn more about Matena Daran. Yeah. And hopefully to go and see the manuscripts and and, and, and learn more about all this, uh, this heritage that we, when you think about Armenian culture, manuscripts are uh, one of the symbols that comes to mind. Yeah. I think. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks Thank for another you. great episode of Padme June. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>